Greetings. Welcome back to the Cape Lead Revolution. This is Chachi, and I apologize for my break in uh, in podcast lately. Had uh, had a lot of busyness going on in my life, both uh, personally, professionally, a couple different uh, irons in the fire, if you will, and hopefully get to share some of that stuff in the coming uh, days and or weeks. But, but what I wanted to share was uh, a thing that I've been working on with, uh, with one of my clients as we're working through their leadership development program and you know, setting up the, the ground rules for how they communicate and organize and lead inside their organization. And one of the things that I thought of was, was kind of having a bill of rights. And the Bill of Rights is, is good. I, I won't necessarily say it's a, it's a starting off point because if you've listened to the podcast, uh, perhaps you've li- listened to the episode of Person in the Blank Space. That's where I want us to start thinking about leadership is if you can remember the movie The Matrix, if you've ever seen it, is where when Neo, uh, played by Keanu Reeves, goes back into The Matrix and he's standing there. It's not even a room full of white. He's just standing there in, in nothingness and it's just this huge white area. And then Lawrence Fishburne uh, meet, meets up with him there and they start having a conversation. And it's just those two people standing in the middle of nothingness. Just this huge white area. And that's that's kind of how I view the understanding of leadership as it starts out, is that two people meet up and the conversation starts like this. If I were to work for you and we meet in this uh, blank space, I would, uh, you know, if you, you walk up to me, we have this conversation, and it starts out with you saying, hey, I'm here to lead you. And my reply is, lead me well. Where do we go from that point? My... My theory is that the first thing that has to happen is you need to understand me. If I'm going to work for you, you need to understand who I am, what I do, what I appreciate, what motivates me, what demotivates me, what my personal goals are, what my professional goals are, what do I have going on in my personal life, do I have family, do I have kids, do I play intramural sports, do I take school, do I volunteer, all these different things that that may play into my life that may affect me one way or the other, I, I, I want you to know about those. So you can lead me well, you can, you know, motivate me. And obviously, I expect people to be internally and externally motivated. So aside from my internal motivation, the way that you can motivate me is by rewarding me with things that I value. That's that's one thing to make sure that that my outputs are greater than my inputs and that you adjust your leadership style based off of the task at hand and my motivation and competence to complete said task and the understanding that the way you lead me is going to vary from task to task. Again, based off of my level of motivation and my competence to com- complete those tasks. And so it's, it's very interesting. So, so we, once, once we get to know each other, one, one of the things, one of the foundational things that needs to be there is a, what, what I've been calling a bill of rights, a leadership bill of rights. And so working with, with my client, I send them like, hey, here's a list of 20 things. And I don't know if this Bill of Rights has to have 20 things, obviously, because the U.S. Constitution, I'm going to, you know, you know, default to, hey, we need to at least have 10 of these. But, you know, when we understand what is at play when it comes to, to leadership, when it comes to understanding how we communicate, what we communicate, how are we going to establish a, a framework for how we have conversation, how we, you know, just, just interact interoperate 
you know, it's just, it's just one of those things. So, so here's this, I'm going to talk briefly. Here are my leadership bill of rights. The, the 20 things that I have right now. So if you like these things, by all means, use them. If you like all 20, great. If you disagree with any of these, or you want to have a conversation about some of these, let me know. Email me chachi, C-H-A-C-H-I at capelead.com. You can message me at uh, in Instagram at Chachi Pachesa, on Twitter at Tim Pachesa. Leave a message for me on the Cape Lead Facebook page, whatever you need to do. But again, we can't get the conversation right if we're not having the conversation. So give me your feedback. Let me know, did I, did I forget something? Could something be different? Do you not like the phrasing of this? Right? So, so we'll, we'll kind of go forward here. Uh, let's see. Leadership Bill of Rights. Number one, care about each other as human beings first just care about people the people that show up to work every day more than likely want to feel like they're a part of something they want to feel fulfilled they want to know that they're part of a team that their work matters that they mean something and that the people around them you know understand what they do and are thankful that they're there doing it rule two we all make mistakes don't enforce perfection just perfect intentions this goes back to benefit of the doubt. Or as my friend Sean Lane told me, you know, assume noble intent. If something goes wrong and you don't like it and you get frustrated with somebody, if you give them benefit of the doubt, that is at least you eliminating the option that they did something specifically to piss you off. If you remove that, then every other answer becomes viable, more than likely plausible. So when you can do that, hey, Oh God, I'm so frustrated about this email that they sent. Like they're just assholes and I I can't deal with it. Stop, take a breath and think to yourself, were they really trying and purposefully trying to piss you off with that email? I promise you nine times out of 10, that answer is no. Now you'll still have to have a conversation about it, but at the same time, you don't have to, to see red and freak out every single time because you know, they're not trying to do it. And it's one of those things where, where benefit of the doubt and we, we'll probably touch on it more as, as, as we go you know, throughout this. It's actually listed as non, number five. But, but, but the point here is that you know, we, we, we all make mistakes. And if, if rule number one is we're human beings, then just understand that human beings are fallible. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. None of the people we work with are perfect. Right? Just understand that, that mistakes happen. Their intent can be pure. And, and you know, I'll, I'll be the first person to admit that the road to hell is paved with good intentions. But let's just acknowledge good intentions as that. We can debrief it. We can talk about the lessons learned and we can move on. And more about that concept later. Number three, we don't pass information. We communicate expectations. That's one of the podcasts that I've had recently is that let's get away from just thinking of passing information. That just sounds so, oh, gosh, just so inept to me right now. And, and once I, once I kind of tie these concepts together, like I want us to stop like, Hey, let's, let's not you know, communicate or, or over communicate. Let's lead expectations. I don't want to over communicate. I want to lead expectations for whatever we have going on, for whatever we're planning, understanding whether we have an expectation an assumption or an anticipation and figure it out. Number four, be open to feedback. It's like beef jerky, salty, tough to chew on, but it's good for you. Like I was saying, if we all understand that we are humans and none of us is perfect, why is it so hard to receive feedback? And one of the strengths that, that I draw is I try and, and be very honest with myself. And if you listen to some of the other podcasts about Jahari's window, figuring out that you know we all have blind spots. 
And I know that I'm imperfect and I need to work on some things. And even the things I'm good at, I can be better at. And just it's just one of those things. Being open to feedback is going to help this out. And definitely when it comes to, uh, to, to, to being wrong. Um, but n- number five is give benefit of the doubt and assume noble intent. Just like I was talking about. Right? Be, be wrong. Make mistakes. But allow other people to make mistakes. And don't let it crush your relationship. Number six. Align yourself two up and one down. Figure out what the priorities are two levels above you and make sure that you and one level below you are aligned accordingly. If you can figure that out, then most of your actions will be congruent with what your organization needs or wants you to do to find success. Seven, always create avenues for sharing perspective, up and down hierarchies. The sharing of perspective and the understanding of perspective is absolutely key. And again, to me, perspective is shaped and based off six things. Family, education, training, experiences, successes, and failures. If you ha- if this is your first time hearing that, go back and one of my podcasts where I talk about what exactly uh, all of those mean to me and how you can understand perspective better. Number eight had to be the Pachesa eight of communication, professionalism, loyalty, teamwork, initiative, motivation, involvement, and development. Do the first six every second of every day you're alive and the last two once a month if you want to find success in contemporary American society and more than likely your organization. Number nine, what gets measured gets done. Measure the right things. If you're sitting in a meeting, say, and someone says, hey, uh, okay, I'll go ahead and do that report. That is very ineffective. At best, it's inefficient because we need to know when the report's going to be done. So I can plan accordingly based off of what I need to do with the information that's going to be provided inside said report. So something simple as that, or like, hey, I'm going to get to that this weekend. Again, not great. So I would sit here and talk to my wife like, hey, I can do that on Sunday morning from probably 9 a.m. till noon. That, again, that's not communicating information. That's me leading expectations. Number 10, we don't manage change. We lead evolution. Whether that's personally, whether that's professionally, whether that's for you, whether that's for others, whatever that is, just understand we need to stop thinking about change. Because by and large, nothing that we do is about change. We don't change for the sake of change. We are in tune to our surroundings. We're listening to all the data that's coming our way. We're seeing what's on the horizon and we're taking the necessary steps towards future success and evolution. And some people may think that's change, but it is in fact evolution. Number 11, be awesome. I've used that advice for years. And oddly enough, it started when I saw the movie Kung Fu Panda back in 2008 timeframe when I was deployed to Mosul, Iraq. And I was able to download the movie and I watched it. And at the very beginning, uh, when they do the cartoony type of effect and not quite into the uh, amazing computerized cartoon yet, but as as uh, Jack Black. Jack Black's character Poe is walking around. He's having a, a dream in the very beginning sequence. You know, he says that uh, you know his enemies would go blind from overexposure to pure awesomeness. That's that's how I view being awesome. Now, 
you need help being awesome. You need to understand what exactly is awesome, either, uh, you know, inside your organization or inside your team, right? You need to figure that out for yourself, but it's worth having a conversation, but telling people to be awesome. And the simple fact is that you and you alone are in charge of your awesomeness. Life is going to try and beat it out of you. Other people are going to try and beat it out of you, but only you can let them. Only you can decide whether they can, in fact, affect your awesomeness. Number 12, always understand your work-life harmony and give feedback as life takes hold. Again, we're all human beings. We have the, the, the stressors. I don't like the words work-life balance. You know, for a long time, uh, I was talking about different things, but I, th- I think work-life harmony or work-life harmonics is really great. And just understanding how things can blend together to find success and create something beautiful. Number 13, always update your leadership smartphone. And if you haven't listened to this podcast, I've gotten some pretty good feedback on it that, that people have liked. And, you know, like people talk about, you know, in leadership stuff, you know, to make sure you, uh, this, Hey, this is another tool for your toolbox. You learn this. It's another tool for, for your toolbox. And it's, it's tough to me because if I have a hammer inside my toolbox, it'll always stay a hammer. The hammer doesn't get any better. It doesn't get any more powerful in and of itself. It doesn't change. It doesn't get lighter. It doesn't become more efficient. I can get more efficient, but the hammer is just that, a hammer. So I have stopped saying another tool for your tool, toolbox, and I talk about a leadership smartphone. Because if, if a, a trick or a trade or a piece of advice or a, or a quote or a meme or something grabs you and you think about that and you put that in your leadership smartphone as one of its apps, you know that you're going to have to constantly update that app. And you know that your leadership smartphone in and of itself is going to take some changes. Your leadership smartphone is going to evolve. You're going to have to update your smartphone as well. And you're going to have to adjust to the new updates. You're going to have to adjust it to new environments. And that's why I like the leadership smartphone analogy. Because the smartphone is going to evolve. It's going to update in different pieces here and there, sometimes holistically. Like, like for me, I had a lot of leadership theories, had a lot of different things, but I got a new version of my smartphone. I got a new one when I started thinking about expectations. I got a new version of my smartphone when I developed CAPE, caring, alignment, perspective, and expectation. So understand your smartphone and what you can do with it. Number 14, you can do anything, but you can't do everything. And that is a good quote that is a good understanding is that hey you can do all these different things in the world but you can't do everything and you can't do it all at once so how you can communicate this is a little bit of a a spinoff of of alignment is how you're going to understand how you can get all these things done but let's shape this conversation to where hey i can do anything that you want me to do but i can't do everything you want me to do There's a limited number of things in my day. So let's have this conversation. Let's set some priorities. Let's communicate expectations. Let's lead expectations. And let's figure out what we need to do to prioritize and align ourselves to make sure we can find success. Number 15, no one is 100% right. Don't make people eat raw chicken. If you've never listened to the podcast before, that line is probably going to uh, bother you greatly. But if, if you go back to my podcast, you'll hear me talking about uh, eating raw chicken or chicken breast an analogy and my understanding of beating, being right and wrong. So go, uh, go check that out. Number 16, we ask three level whys. 
you know, if you don't, and you don't necessarily have to ask this, and this goes a little bit more to help you figure out alignment. If they say, hey, Tim, I need you to turn in this report by noon on Friday. And I say, why? I say, well, we have to get this to a client. Why? Because the client is looking to buy a certain amount of product from us in this timeline. Why? Well, the timeline is important because they need this. Our product is going to contribute to their final product of X, Y, and Z. And that's it. Very simple. If you just start with three whys, that's going to give you a whole lot of background information for you to understand really what you're up against. And that goes back to the understanding of expectation, but we got to communicate that stuff. Number 17, going back to some of the work-life work harmonic stuff, is put your oxygen mask on daily. Daily. Do something for you every day that restores your soul. And even if it takes two minutes, you can go through the rest of your day knowing that that two minutes was distinct and purposeful and for you. I don't ever want to use the term selfish because that's not right. That has a negative connotation to it. But you need to take time for you. Put on your oxygen mask like they brief us in, in the, the airlines, right? If there's a sudden drop in cabin pressure, oxygen mask will drop from the ceiling. Put on your oxygen mask before you can help the person next to you, right? This isn't about being selfish. It's about being smart. It's about being right. It's about being right with you because you can never be right for your team, your organization, your family, your friends if you're not right with you. Again, not about being selfish. It's about being smart. Number 18, we don't hit the easy button. We hit the right button. I see that so many times that you have to have that conversation. Again, with this Bill of Rights, you can be in a meeting like, hey, well, the easiest thing that, that, that we can do right now is do this. You can stop that meeting right there and be like, stop. You said easy. Let's make sure, are we hitting the right button or are we hitting the easy button? Now, at certain times, they may be both. It may be the easiest and the right thing all at one time, but let's at least have the conversation with it. We're not looking for easy. We're looking for right. Number 19, we want passionate people, and we know that's going to bring emotion, and emotion is good. If you're one of those people who says, leave emotion at the door, there's, there's nothing emotional that happens here at work. I, I tend to disagree completely. Is that we want passionate people working for us. We want people who are passionate about the organization, passionate about the mission that we are there to achieve. And if people are passionate, they're going to have emotion. Emotion is a natural byproduct of passion. And again, sometimes, yes, it is unfortunate that emotion will kind of rear its ugly head in not great ways. But again, we're human beings. Going back to rule number one, as human beings first, don't ask human beings to not be human beings. They're going to be human. They're going to be passionate. They're going to care about these things. When they spend the majority of their waking hours at work, the majority of your time with you, this is what's going to happen. (coughs) Excuse me for my cough. 20, we don't fail. We either succeed or we learn. And I wish I could take credit for that quote. I've seen it online a couple different ways and a couple different fashions, different little ways of, of saying that there. But that's it. Just understanding that if you fail, you only fail at that point in time if you decide to not persevere and endeavor to do better. If you try something, let's say you try riding a bike and you fall over, that is in fact a failure. And if you never ride a bike again because you fell over that one time, 
That's what failure is about. That you just solidify that as a failure. But if you ride your bike and you fall off and you get back on and you keep riding, you instantly turned that one failure into a setback. That's it. And it can happen in an instant as long as you have the presence of mind to do so. And that's it. That's what I wanted to talk about today, this this Leadership Bill of Rights. And um, I think it's a, a pretty interesting concept. You may not like some of them. Great. You may love some of them. Even greater. Right? But figure this out. Bring it to your organization. Ask them if they think that it's, that it's right. Ask them to set these ground rules to empower everybody with these things, with this with this knowledge, with these words. And then you can come back and have conversations because as I'm, as I'm fond of saying, you will have built, developed, and shared a common vernacular that is going to be specific to you and your organization. And that is going to help you achieve great success. So uh, I hope you liked the, uh, the Bill of Rights talk today. I hope you got at least one thing out of it. And again, the beauty of podcasts is just that. If you listen to this today, and there was one thing that you took away from this, or perhaps one thing that I, I maybe refreshed your memory on or convinced you to go back and listen to a previous podcast to like, oh man, this, this is something that, that, that works for me. That's what this podcast is about. These are purposefully short. These are purposefully like one topic type of things to, to go over and, and discuss. But take it, use it, whatever you want from it. If you got one thing away from today, then I will have succeeded. And if only one of you listeners out there takes one thing away, then this was worth my, you know, around 20 minutes this morning to discuss this with you. So I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate you wanting to be a better leader, perhaps a better teammate, friend, family member, any of those things. Again, I, I believe that this is, is a leadership stuff, but it, it completely transcends leadership. I believe that all this is applicable at every second of your, of your life and, and you can figure it out and just help make things better, help alleviate your frustration and then uh, either be an awesome or a good dude or an awesome chick and just go forward and be awesome, like I say. So I appreciate your time today. Appreciate you tuning in. Uh, so this is Chachi. I'm going to post a picture of this uh, to Facebook and Instagram. So kind of check it out, use it. But again, give me your feedback. Do you like it? Do you not like it? Do you agree? Do you disagree? Let's have that conversation. All right. Have a great day. Continue to be awesome. And this is Chachi reminding you to educate, anticipate, and dominate. We'll talk to you soon, everybody. Later.